0: Welcome back, ladies and gents, kings, queens, things, everyone, and everybody in between. Um, I am Lee from the whole-ass African-American D. And
1: I'm Shay, and I'm... <laughs> <sighs> I don't know where I'm from at this point, but <laughs> it's kind of existing here, floating through the universe.
0: I know. Unfortunately, it is Earth, and Earth is, in fact, still ghetto. Yes. Um, more and more every day.
1: Although, saying this... Presidential is more fitting. Saying it's presidential. what we're describing than the ghetto. There's at least some semblance of order in the ghetto. <laughs> there's rules and regulations and codes that you go by when you're in the ghetto, but in the White House, it's a kind of a free-for-all. <laughs>
0: It just—it constantly feels like it. Honestly, you know what? That—that's a good kind of segue into our topic because the White House <laughs> does, in fact, feel oftentimes. <laughs> like, um, wow, one hundred and thirteenth Street, aka 55 Five Linux Ave, aka Black Ink and
1: the crew. But before we get into Black Ink, we have to—we have to start in the home of crazy. Salt Lake City.
0: Wait, what's happening with Salt Lake?
1: The taglines are out. Have you seen them?
0: No, but I did see a picture of Jen Shaw and she looks like Nicole Schwartzinger. And I, was, I almost tagged that bitch. She was like, girl, is this you?
1: <laughs> the the taglines are out because the trailer's out.
0: Okay. Is it like, is it the full trailer?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is. So I'm going to just give you the taglines. you ready? Season two taglines. I think these are so fun. The only thing I'm guilty of is being shamazing. Okay. Then you get to Whitney's. And there's two that stand out. Shamazing is one of them.
0: <laughs> yeah, I consider that so
1: weird. How's your day going? It's, it's shamazing. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. In a town of beauties and beasts, there's only one wild rose. Okay. And then Lisa, you don't... Doesn't that rose die, though? (laughs) Yeah, it does.
2: Whatever. It don't have
1: to make sense. (laughs) Lisa says, you don't have to like me. I love myself enough for the both of us. Okay. Okay. Meredith. I may be known
0: for my ice, but I always bring the heat. <sighs> Meredith. Okay. Meredith needs to be stopped. <laughs> <laughs> like, because I expected, I expected something a little bit more. Um, One
1: brand. Yeah, no. yeah eloquent, <laughs> intelligent,
0: you know, like something kind of like scathing and cutting.
2: Mm.
0: Not I bring the heat. Bitch, what heat? Bitch, the space heater. That's about all the heat you bring, girl. Stop it. Hot Heathers, sauce? I wouldn't trust your taste in hot sauce.
2: You no. Eating?
1: Heather's, I was raised a Mormon, but now I'm raising a glass of champagne. Okay, that's cute. And the one and only, Miss
2: Mary Cosby. <sighs> if you come for me, I will
1: send Jesus after you. Oh my God, I don't <laughs> got into this.
0: I hate her I hate her
1: <laughs> I must send jesus after you the Lord has enough and then there's also right now there's a new woman named Jenny that's being added to the show because you know other, other agent yeah. woman I, yeah okay hers is I have plenty of everything, including opinions
0: oh, I like that I do see I like that one
1: but this I will send Jesus after you just <laughs>
0: I wanted, I wanted Mary's to be, I may fuck my grandfather, but I'm not a dumb motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, God, they're gonna be back ruining our lives for another 26 weeks.
2: Oh, I
1: can't wait.
0: Uh, Yeah, I'm gonna have to buy it. (laughs) I'm gonna just buy it on YouTube. Watching the next day because
1: I'm definitely going to be or oh, in. I can't wait because the in a big part of the trailer is who tipped off the fans as to where Jen was at because somebody so, told the fans where they was. I keep saying it was production, but they seem to think it was somebody in the group that called the fans. See,
0: that's the thing now with the fans is like they have ways of knowing outside. They went of
1: the to, group. But see the thing. This is the thing. They went to her house. Because her husband called her and told her they was coming. Damn. Did they get him first? No, they he didn't get arrested. Oh wow. They because that's why she left and went and changed clothes. This bitch left and went and got her little Kim Finest to get arrested in.
0: I am going in and sweats. My woman, hair no, is she
1: no, she changed into that like black turtleneck and then fitted oh, that's in her what it- coat. Okay. She changed into that shit <laughs> and like got her makeup redone and everything. <laughs> Mama got fresh to go down to the jailhouse.
0: <laughs> you know what though? I took my hat to Jen because that is a bitch yeah, yeah. She'll kind to look
1: mean. even if it's tacky. Mama turn to look.
0: She will, and it oftentimes is. <laughs>
1: yeah. But they all be tacky.
0: Every last one of them. They
2: all be tacky. <laughs>
0: I don't think any of them really dress particularly well. The they only dress one like that they go in and buy
1: stuff off of mannequins in expensive stores. Yes. Yeah. And then put it together in ways that... It. It's like every piece from that like color line that the label produced all together.
0: Oh my God. Y'all yeah. need to be stopped.
1: So there's... But there's also... In this trailer, they allude to the fact that other of the housewives knew about what she was doing and maybe were involved in a way, like maybe had some type of business with her.
0: Oh, I wouldn't be surprised about that at all.
1: I mean either. Um, I don't know if they get into Mary's indictment or not.
0: Yeah, what is she being indicted for? I keep forgetting.
1: Um, Contributing to the delinquency of a minor, and it's like two or three other things, but they're all it's all like something with a minor,
0: and it's all revolving around her culture
1: around, yeah, around a church. Okay, so that hence the tagline. She's sending Jesus for you.
2: Uh,
0: I may be the queen of a cult, but at least I'm not a cunt.
1: (laughs) That would have been better. I mean, her tagline, as it stands, is hilarious, but that would <laughs> have
0: come from me. i message. Jesus. That sounds like, honestly, that sounds like Phaedra. That it sounds does. like early Phaedra Parks.
1: It is. And the thing is, like, we know they, they have a level of input on their taglines, but they don't really write them. No. The only one that I've seen in all my years of watching these shows that has been exactly what she said was Candy's. And it's the one that's like, don't check for me unless you got to check for me. Because she mm. put that on Instagram. Hers is the only one that actually played out exactly the way she said it.
0: <laughs> I do. The, uh, the, the other one, because I love that one. The only other one that I actually really liked that made sense was uh ramona's one year when she said i'm an acquired taste and if you don't like me acquire some taste that's <laughs> <laughs> it all right I'll i did that. happen
1: to like portia and her um her by ashes i like that one that was cute I about that <laughs> that one was a cute one
0: have you um watched potomac at all
1: I'm a couple episodes behind.
0: Okay. um, It's uh, these women.
1: I mean.
0: God bless them. I don't I even remember what Giselle's tag was. I think tag, her tagline is. I don't is. even
1: remember what their taglines even are.
0: <laughs> They're not Sorry, memorable, y'all.
1: but they never are.
0: Um, just to kind of give the, the listeners just a heads up, I might, I'm going to be a little out of it because I smoked a little bit, but I also took sinus medication because my sinuses <laughs> are acting up. So if I seem a little incoherent, I'm apologizing because I am.
1: Thank but you. that's that's <laughs> also why we're doing this show, it's not like real. Like Yeah, I have- no.
0: I I, I couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle real life shit right now.
1: No, not at this moment. But let's get into what we came here for, which is Black Ink Crew. Now, full disclosure, while I attempted to watch this show, I quickly, I think I got to season four. That's the season where Duchess leaves to go open her own shop.
0: Yeah, she's she's still on the show, but she's she's still on on the show,
1: but she's like working her way out yeah I got I don't um, I didn't even finish that season before I realized this is a level of negativity I can't get into.
0: See, this was the perfect level of negativity for me at the time. And in rewatching it, <clears throat> I still have a little little bit of a fondness for it, but
2: mm-hmm.
0: there are a lot it, of fun time up
1: it school. was airing, I would feel differently.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, that was like the early 2010s. That's what I'm saying. But watching it
1: now, it's just like, this isn't even like... Because I can take a level of negativity if it's entertaining. This isn't even entertaining. This is just...
0: Humiliating. See, this for me, it fulfills that Black need. Okay, so all of us, for whatever reason when it comes to humiliating someone we begin to laugh i don't know why we all do it and this just fulfills this like um a childhood hood rat aspect of myself that i work very hard to you know keep a good balance with you know you don't laugh all the time in people's faces
1: This was see for me, I could get that. And at first it appealed to the hood wrecks. I'm like, you know, this is the type of nigga shit I like. But yes. then it's just like, okay, y'all are dragging it. Like y'all are making problems where they don't even exist at this point.
0: Yeah. And not and let's be perfectly honest here. When it comes to C's and Ted specifically, and the way in which they treat the women in their lives, it is fucking foul. Oh, very it way. is disgusting.
1: But like I, these so, men yeah.
0: operate. Like the see, this, is are the,
1: women. this is the wild part. In my younger, sadder years, definitely would have fucked Teddy because he is.
0: Oh, crazy. same thing. Teddy's like, fine.
1: Trash. Like he's.
0: A- <laughs> he's definitely like the nigga that he's definitely the nigga that you fuck and that you curb. You yeah. know what I mean? And
1: he married now.
0: Maybe I don't I know. He's married now. Well, congratulations yeah I I no teddy was fine as fuck
1: no he yes definitely fine
0: it's like you this big nigga shit bitch we ain't even got to turn the heat on your big ass will keep us both warm <laughs> shit. but I all think i gotta I do is to feed Teddy's- you like a little furnace
1: <laughs> he's married now so let <laughs> hope that's working out for
0: him congratulations keep it off the cameras um so what we wanted to do was uh, kind of just talk about some of our favorite moments over the years of Black Ink Crew, mainly because neither one of us had the emotional capacity or capability to commit to a full episode, let alone a full season. <laughs> you give me a couple of hours of a clip show and uh, to refresh my memory, and I'm good.
2: <laughs>
0: and even then, to be perfectly frank, I am still tired. Yeah. Um, so one of, I, I don't think you remember this, because this is after Dutchess left.
1: I mean, we'll see. So, I, I've seen a lot of clips of the show. Do you remember when C's
0: was dating Carly Red? Yes. Do you remember when she popped up on Black Ink Crew?
1: Kind of.
0: So Cease is having a pool party, right, for one of the grand openings, I believe. Mm-hmm. And Carly and Pooh, shitty sheets, the queen of the yeah. shitty sheets with her at this pool party, and, and Carly uh, approaches C's and talks about, "Well, you've been telling these people that we had sex. We had a celibate relationship." And the entire time I was like, "Why is Carly here?" Get the gag though, girl. Yeah, persuasion from the bad girls club was there and begun to try and fight Carly Red, and by fight I mean she stood about a good. Twenty feet away, flailed her arms and threw
1: things at her. <laughs> None of this is surprising to me. No, the fact None that this. was there with Carly, the fact
0: that Carly Red was there to begin with was just the cackle. Because
1: I thought that 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 their play Dayton was, but that's when they was talking about doing a Black Ink Atlanta, and it didn't pan out. I thought it did open. I don't know if it opened, but the show didn't pan out. Because remember, that's what they were going to oh. send Sky to. Yeah. Oh, that would, that would have made sense. The whole reason of that fake-ass relationship with them two dating and why he showed it. Because I remember them being an episode of Love and Hip-Hop that like kind of led into an episode of Black Ink mm. that was supposed to be like kind of the same way they did with um, Housewives of Beverly Hills and Vanderpump Rules.
0: Oh, yeah. You it was the, the same pilot in the type the
1: thing. But black ink atlanta didn't pan out because it was like sky and one other person from new york i can't even remember who the other one was and um i, I know seas was i think it was just sky and seas right. but he wasn't staying he was just there to open it but yeah. like, the artist that they had apparently it just didn't pan out so it didn't happen and that's how they ended up in chicago instead
0: Okay, that makes sense. Because I was wondering, like, exactly how and when did Chicago happen? And like, I don't get me wrong. I enjoyed. I really only enjoyed watching Chicago because, I mean, They're obviously, like, damn
1: near all of them is fine. Yeah, that's <laughs>
0: it. Like Ryan's fine, Four's fine, Don's fine, even Van, a little angry, displaced, angry, chunky ass is cute like damn the windy city got some niggas shit yes <laughs> like well fuck
1: let me come and blow one quink. <laughs> i can honestly say i would have gotten in a lot more trouble if i was available at my during my time in chicago
0: bitch i wish you should have shit fuck him he be alright therapy works <laughs> you can work it out at therapy bitch that is a once in a lifetime moment, and I would have seized it. I <laughs> would have been all kinds of thirst trap, bitch. I like I,
1: just slap your knob, lick your butthole. Which can I help? <laughs> <laughs> I definitely had to remove myself from some precarious situations. But I will say that. <laughs> well, before we
0: get into more, like, because it it only gets worse from here. Perfectly honest with you. Yes. Um so before we get into the worst, one of my absolute positively like favorite moments is watching um Walt propose to Jessica.
1: I saw that. I saw Where, that clip.
0: Yeah. It to see this man um open up to the person that he loves in this the in by far the most vulnerable way. Yeah. Uh, it shows. I've
1: always liked him though because what he was always, good? always He's always been to me the most real on the show. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You legitimately see the ups and downs, the struggles, the existential crisis, the. You see all of that, like when he found his dad, then at the same time where he's finding his oh. then he found out his dad is dead, but then also found out that the girl he's dealing with is pregnant, pregnant at the same time. And it was
0: a woman that he didn't want to be with.
1: And then it's like he realized he don't really want to be with her, but he don't want to abandon her. And so he's trying to make this relationship work and he doesn't
0: want to be his father
1: because it's not they're just not really vibing like that. But then it's like he finds this whole new family that yeah. he never knew and it's like he he was always the one that seemingly wasn't putting on
0: he had enough like real life shit that was happening to keep people engaged with.
1: Whoa. but even with that because i mean um what's his name the other one oh shit yes he had a lot of real life shit going on but it always felt to me like he was really really playing the victim real heavy
0: Oh no, he was. He wasn't taking any, any kind of responsibility. No, there's no
1: accountability, no responsibility. And then it's none like, of
0: the men do except for Walt, honestly.
1: Yeah, and then it's none like, of the men. And Teddy. It's this weird bravada that is just like.
0: <coughs> we don't get involved in women. You don't business. have Me to. Now, be now they're the fighting most because of the shit every that y'all
1: situation. Did. Like it's. Like, even, like, the whole beef with him and Puma, and I know, like, that run deeper because their relationship is, like, you know what I'm saying, but it's even, it's just so much bravada from the rest of them. Yeah. That it's just, like, I don't like any. <laughs> no.
0: Really, the only men on the show that I could stand outside of the, of, there were three gay ones randomly over the years. Um,
1: well, the one, Kevin? Yeah. He wasn't random because he came off of Ink Masters right onto that show. Oh, did he? Yeah.
0: Okay, Uncle. I call him Uncle Kev because he looked like somebody sexy ass uncle.
1: Yeah, he was on a season of Ink Masters.
0: Kevin, if and you're he listening. literally
1: like the. I want to say the week after the episode that he got eliminated on was the first episode that he a was like. Okay. Yeah. Okay,
0: that makes sense then. Because I was looking back, I was like, wait, where the fuck did you come from? Yeah. I was like, damn, are you gay? Damn, you're fine.
1: But that's just it. Because when he first got on Black Ink, they tried to play like he wasn't gay. But they also didn't really acknowledge it on Ink Masters either.
0: Yeah, they. I feel like they tried to, well, I felt like they treated it, it wasn't a bank storyline, except for, and we're going to go right on into it, the time he got caught in the in the closet or whatever the back room was, with Spy, uh, Sky's sperm donor during her yeah. insemination party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, this is one of those moments where it's like, this is fucking stupid, but also this is great. Why aren't we having more insemination parties with a seashell bed? She's like, all of you are gonna stand around here with your eyes closed and hold hands and hum. While he chats off, why and did I she... with a turkey <laughs> What the fucking problem with this so I never
1: understood why she even wanted to have another baby. Like I don't know. it was a storyline.
0: I'm gonna just say it was a storyline because none of this made sense, and no. all of it was like some stage bullshit up until the moment that Kevin and this boy were in Elliot. Elliot was his name. Both of them were gorgeous. Uh, we're in the back, apparently getting down with the get on down.
1: But, okay, so... i
0: screaming, don't you right.
1: take my sperm! From <laughs> what I saw about this, because I did, I saw this brief clip, I didn't really watch and I was confused. So the online chatter that I saw about this, which I'm saying online chatter because I ain't saying it's coming from not one bare source, I do not know. But the online chatter I saw about this was that the insemination party was fake and that dude was Kevin's boyfriend from the beginning anyway. It probably was. And the deal was for the camera to not come back there,
0: but... They're like, we about to just go back here sucky-ducky real quick before... (laughs) And you niggas aren't alive. Because they
1: hadn't seen each other in a while and they was trying to have a little private moment.
0: Trying to get some ass. I, mean, I can see it. I can see them being together. But that's like also
1: to what happens personally. when you're drinking a whole lot of Hennessy and you know that it's the shop environment that everybody be in there fucking. So. Oh my God. Yes.
0: See, you know what? You know they got sued a couple of years ago.
1: No.
0: Um. So Black King got sued a couple of years ago because one of the tattoo artists, his name is like Kevin C- Cepeda or Cepeda. It's not the Black Kevin, I don't think. Mm-hmm. but did a tattoo, and a woman ended up getting an infection and being hospitalized. I just wouldn't have... I wouldn't get tattooed anywhere in there. Not in that one. Maybe at 125th, where things are a little more... Um, 125th you know. was the
1: wild
0: one. No, 113th was. I mean, they both... Was I was mean, wild at first, but
1: it was the only one, so...
0: No, one twenty fifth is the one that they open second.
1: Yes, one thirteen. Yeah, one thirteen was first. Yeah, one thirteen. We don't close one thirteen.
0: Okay, uh, getting into just probably the we're getting into, we're just gonna dive into Donna World and we're gonna be in Donna World for quite some time She's because character. character is not the word. She is a she she's a succubus. This child sucks the energy out of me. But her storylines are such trash that I stay with it. Right.
2: <laughs> so
0: um, first up in Donna world, we're gonna try and take this as chronologically as possible too. So you can see the evolution of madness, right? The mm-hmm. so first up. oh, shit. Remember when oh shit was um, having his third child.
1: And he was engaged to that girl, but he was living with Donna and they was fucking the house. Yeah.
0: Yes. Do you remember when Donna and Anya met at a um Upper West Side cafe? To and they got to they. The fight.
1: <laughs> and I actually know the cafe. <gasps>
2: oh, bitch.
1: And I'm Anya gonna... jumped out. <laughs> and she jumped out the got ran over.
0: <laughs> okay, so for those of you who don't know, um, so Oshit oh is one of the tattoo artists at One Thirteen. He's one of the main characters of Early Black Ink. Um, Oshit oh makes- from the
1: first season, he's first not season. there
0: anymore, right? No, he left. I think he left in like season five or season six. Mm. But even in season five, he came in for a minute and then did back out. Um, so oh Shit has um, you'll see in old episodes that. He's struggling with substance abuse. He is constantly getting engaged to people as well. <laughs>
1: he does love to get engaged.
0: <laughs> he loves he this nigga love love. He love an engagement. hmm Um he has, I think at this point she is the third woman to have a child by oh shit. Um the first two, Kathy, Kathy has tried to well him and Kathy are a whole other saga. Y'all can look that up on your own time. Yeah
2: Kathy, Kathy is-
0: the white lady's like Coley, I think,
1: is her name. Coley, totally, yeah.
0: And the third one is Anya. So Anya is now the fiance. Donna, who is an apprentice at Black Hebrew, has been living with oh Shit. Um, And you'll see that this is also a pattern. Just stick with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and apparently also been having sex with him on the side. And Anya, not knowing the full details, feels uncomfortable because she sees a text message from oh shit to donna saying love you and love you too
1: yeah
0: anya doesn't want to have a conversation anya knows what she knows and she says i'm done What i'm done and i feel what i feel why are we talking
1: she also was a hot mess as well oh she no she
0: was she definitely very, she was a fucking very, Gila monster
1: yeah she was very very insecure and she just would she would fly off the handle a lot
0: But I would say, too, dealing with, like, outside of... But dealing with that
2: nigga? There it is.
0: Outside of his substance abuse issues, everything else is enough of a reason to be like, I'm good. Um, So Donna decides she needs to have a conversation with Anya before Anya gets to the shop and tries to confront her there. So she's trying to Mm -hmm. be proactive. Well, things definitely turn left because Donna came in on... Why why we gotta talk? What's your problem with me? You don't know me, bitch. You your problems with him. That's my friend. That type shit. And Anya's like, yo, hold the fuck up, bitch. Who the fuck are you talking to? <laughs> bitch, when Donna said, oh, you got, oh, you talking with your hands, you got your hands all in my space. And Anya leaned over that table, put her hands on Donna's side of the table, said, This is your space.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: I can talk in my hands if I like. I can't even remember what Donna said, but she started laughing in this bitch face. Anya grabbed that glass, threw it at that girl, and the camera went black. Next thing we yes. knew, we saw Anya yes. grabbing at um Donna's fucking ankles. Donna's wet and flustered. Donna <laughs> the- right? A couple of seconds later, we see a cab pull bass. And then we see a confessional, which the confessionals are the only places where Donna looks good. Donna looks like trash constantly. She
1: looks a hot mess.
0: Donna looks... Every see, other
1: scene of the show.
0: Every other scene. Every other scene.
1: It's like her weave be wild, them wigs be insane. I don't know what the fuck she be wearing. Like, it's, she looks a mess. Everywhere except the confessionals.
0: Everywhere except where the professionals like actually can do it. You tell when she
1: had a professional team
0: and when she did this shit herself. Yes, or she paid a friend to do it. Um. So the next time, next thing we see is Donna actually looking decent in the confessional, and she informs us that uh, Anya was so petty that she jumped out of a moving taxi to try and get at Donna, and got her ankle ran over. Yes. When I when they showed that clip of this bitch on the stretcher, she's like, "I gotta go home
1: to my daughter like this." I scream! <laughs> scream!
0: Because I very much was like, "Bitch, why would you jump out of a moving car?" Like,
1: it's, right? Ain't no, I ain't never been that thirsty to get in the bitch because I don't. If I got in the car, clearly I'm done with it because she's so fighting, Bitch, I'm not getting in the car. <laughs>
0: She said, bitch said, I am not done and I will beat your ass. Like she was out to kill Donna. And I get that though, because Donna came in hot.
2: Donna she came in did. hot and she's I'm not always disrespectful. But that's
1: what I'm saying. Like if I'm doing all that, bitch, I'm just about to fight you right here. Like I'm not, you're not getting me in no, I'm going to be like Cardi B kicking the motherfucking windows out the car. Like you're not getting me in nobody's vehicle. Right. i you're not done beating that ass. Like it's just not about to happen.
2: See,
0: she, I, my ass would be like, all right, let's go to the car and then pump fake and try and dip back real That's quick. What I'm
1: saying, but I'm not going, Tammy go Roman. The door. Even if I go to the I'm not with <laughs> her. You remember that bitch when they were in Greece and Tammy was chasing after Duffy all up and down the street, all up and down. The she street. damn threw her off that damn roof.
0: <laughs> she was gonna kill that girl.
1: Like when Malay's left fucking table with uh, at, what's her name?
0: Oh, when they were in Amsterdam at Jennifer. Yep. <laughs> talking about Kristen talking about okay, count with me, count with me. One, yeah, two, and, and Malaysia's dumbass.
2: <laughs> Three.
1: <laughs> if y'all don't get out of here with this bullshit. Or when OG threw Evelyn and them fucking bushes. <laughs>
0: Glory, fucking be. Um, she well, started this
1: is smacking her puss. Like we needed, like we needed that. Like, right,
0: like it didn't hurt though.
1: She was smacking it hard in the motherfucker. Hard as is
0: like, hell. You, you could mean, hear the slap.
1: Right, it's like this bitch puss must be made of bricks because I don't know
2: how
0: That shit made my balls twinge. I was like, my. Goodness. <laughs> yeah. I was like, are you into like is vaginal slapping one of your things, and you just become accustomed to the pain?
1: It could be. I mean, it is kind of hot, but not that hard. Like, don't, don't do it that hard. <laughs> we gotta chill out.
0: Well, um, speaking of fights, <laughs> <laughs> um, the, Donna is known for quite a few fights as well. Actually, mm-hmm. a massive majority of fights on the show are...
1: Donna. Most of the mess is Donna and Scar.
0: It's, it's Donna. And you know what? I came, well, no, yeah. No, Scott, when Scott came through, though, Scott came through is was like, hey, y'all, I came to show up and do work with her mess. Donna's shit is just bullshit trivial and ridiculous. Yes. Just like, like uh, with a girl when she was squatting again with the woman who called the news on her ass, help me, Herb, or help me, Harry. And yeah. they had this bitch on the 11 o'clock news. Or, all right i just have to say i have to preface this moment this is a moment that is um wrought in all kinds of mess negativity violence and ridiculousness right Mm
2: -hmm.
0: so it's roughly about season five season six donna is currently dating a man by the name of mo Donna um, becomes pregnant. Unfortunately, the pregnancy is an ectopic pregnancy. Mm-hmm. She ends up having a piece of her fallopian tube, as well as a piece of her uterus removed. Uh, Mo has been there with her throughout all of this. He, he tells her, let's move in. You know what? I love you. I love you. i want to spend the rest of my life with you. Let's start this, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So she's happy. She's a happy woman. She's telling everybody about her relationship. She's telling everybody about how how much better her relationship is versus everybody else's. Fast forward a couple of weeks, we meet um, Alex. Alex is also known as the Vagina Slayer. Mm -hmm. Let that settle for a second. Mm -hmm. He comes in, and they say, "Oh, what's your name?" He says, "Vagina Slayer," and everybody says, "Excuse me." Okay, Vagina Slayer. Alex and Donna meet. And Donna Donna is on her Highlander. She says, we're going to slay this shit together. Duncan McLeod, the Glam McCloud.
2: Shut up. Shut up. And there
0: is, <laughs> there is a video taken of Donna. She says she was dancing. Other people said it looked like it was sex. We couldn't tell because they didn't show it to us. It was censored. I could not find it on the internet anywhere. I did look it up. But in donna's world she was dancing while alex is rolling a blunt and they're in a bathroom stall and donna's head is in the toilet
2: Mm -mm.
0: the shit hits the internet everyone sees it mo is highly upset the crew a little later on decide they're going to go to miami to get away for a bit mo pops up in miami fights alex Looks at Donna and says, No one is trying to wife you. That says a lot about me. You go out with this nigga and then come home and lay next to me after you had your head in the toilet with your porta potty pussy. <laughs> When I tell you,
1: I just don't like, okay, maybe, maybe it's my age. <laughs> maybe it's, I don't know what, but I just never got into fucking in public bathrooms. Like that's just, I can't, it's gross to me. Like I already don't, I don't want to be in there to do what I'm supposed to be in there doing. I definitely don't want to be, cause I don't want to touch shit. I don't want That's nasty to me. Like I can't, I can't get into it. Like it's, it's there's just some places I cannot bring myself to fuck somebody, and that is one
0: of the places. I imagine this. Okay, so think about it this way: they're fucking in the bathroom, and this nigga is rolling a blunt while fucking you in the bathroom,
1: and your head's in the toilet,
0: and your head is in in the toilet, old oh, the toilet,
1: in a public toilet,
0: <laughs> in a public toilet full of men, in shit. a
1: club, bar, or some other nightclub, lo- night. and
0: and you know it was definitely the men's room.
1: Right. Nasty. I mean, the women's room probably is grosser, but still.
0: (laughs) It's just nasty. Because that
1: also says exactly what he think about you, bitch. Like, he ain't even... Mm
2: Mm-mm.
0: So, Mo continues. When I tell you, Mo read her for her life for, like, a solid two and a half minutes. (laughs) Like, solid. Like, Eric said, you know what? when you told me that you had sex with five or six of these niggas that you work with, I didn't hold it against you. I never treated it as if it was a problem, but obviously it was. Not only that, once again, he went back to, yo, any of y'all wife and shorty, I was the dumb motherfucker that took her home to meet my mama. That says a lot about me, don't it?
2: <laughs>
0: he let her, and he, oh God. And just the cherry on top. You know what, I was there with you through this miscarriage and now you got me questioning if this baby is even mine. And everyone, everyone in that room, everyone in that room's curls were clutched. No one, there was not a breath taken. That shit, Oh, Like, Like, I don't, see that's one of those
1: things where it's like, you fuck who you want, right? You fuck who you want, when you want, as many people as you want. But if you're going to make a promise with somebody to be in a monogamous relationship, then do that. Don't, like, because you're doing too much. And now it's like, you open... But that's the door. not a story. Right. It's like, just stop being in a relationship. I know you just want somebody with you. That's why you fuck all these people anyway, because you're not doing it because you genuinely like to fuck. You're doing it because you like the attention. Is Donna
0: it? is a mess mm-hmm. of a person. Like every relationship that Donna has will always end in chaos. Yeah.
2: Because
0: she, she was married before for a while. And then she took her wedding dress over to the girlfriend's house and burnt it up there and got her ass. Well, she, it, you know, it was even scrap. Yeah. Sky's dumb ass. I'm, I'm putting this on Snapchat.
2: <laughs>
0: um. She had the toothless dude that she had moved in, and all these people that she moves in with. One nigga was in jail. She buried that nigga in jail. Donna is just a, is just a, a massive mess of a person. Mm-hmm. And although some of the things, although I feel like some of the things he said definitely crossed lines. Yeah, um, he
1: definitely crossed lines, but it's also like.
0: She, has, she needed to be taken to task.
1: Yeah, because he crossed lines because he wanted her to hurt as much as he did. Yeah. Because he clearly, I, genuinely had real feelings for her.
0: Bitch, she, she couldn't say nothing. She All she could do was walk away.
1: I mean, what
2: else? That
0: was she all did? she could do. He read this bitch within an inch of her life in front of everyone and she was, once again, embarrassed. Embarrassed.
2: But also, she, Donna's
0: she a whore.
1: Herself, Like
0: She does everything to herself.
1: Yeah, you right. She's
0: also a bad tattoo artist. Remember? <laughs>
1: Terrible tattoo artist. <laughs> terrible tattoos. Terrible, terrible tattoo artist. One of when the I, worst. I, when she did that, did that dude show his back? Uh, the tattoo that she supposed to did on his back, and it he was like, it's like she did a fucked up picture of herself. Like, <laughs> you don't remember that? No. <laughs> so it was a guy who was working in the shop as like an like an apprentice. This was in like season four or some shit like that because I think that's season Donna came, and he or season five I don't know whatever it was one of them two seasons but because he wasn't there very long mm-hmm. and he said uh C's was like I heard you let Donna her. he said yeah but I'm gonna need you to cover this shit up <laughs> and he was like what you get he was like. He said what he asked for, which I don't even what he asked for. He was like, but she did a fucked up version of herself and pulled this, his shirt up. And this was the worst line drawing of a face I have ever seen in my life.
0: She just needs, Donna is on the list of people. She's oh on the bitches need, who need to get a clue list. She needs to be stopped. <laughs> Bitch, is that Google? It,
1: the It can't, the home came out know, Is it always this
0: cause they got the block on lock the cops stay hot <laughs> Donna is like a, she's the worst tattoo artist it gets so mad it's Like I've been here 8 years and I'm still an apprentice it's like well maybe you should ask yourself why
1: maybe you should ask yourself why honey <laughs> you're
0: so busy fighting for a spot that you're not working for your shit looks like shit it doesn't
1: improve like whatsoever
0: no so when um Tati came in, I think that was season six. Tati came in kind of hot, but they had a let's revisit each other day.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: she's going through everybody's work, you know, she's like, oh, you know, I see what you like. Oh, okay, cool. Like, get your style. And then she gets to Donna's work. She's like, are you proud of this? <laughs> <laughs> like, genuinely asked her, are you proud of this? I mean, I said, damn. <laughs> It's it was a blackout like the shit was like a three-inch blackout tattoo with these little sticks sticking out that were supposed to be flowers and grass. It looked yeah. terrible.
1: Her tattoos are trash. Oh, like they're so bad. Cause it's like it's like she doesn't really it's like she tries to do it's you could tell she can draw. And like she can do like paper drawing, but she tries to do the exact same style in a tattoo and it doesn't work the same way. It
0: doesn't translate. The same it doesn't way.
1: translate because so much of a tattoo is so heavily relied on black ink that it's like you can't do the same. Because with the paper, you use colors and you can, you know, you can fudge out mistakes with colors. But if you can't shade right, using shades of black then you just kind of fuck right because it's like heavy black is the base of every tattoo
0: (laughs) donna's just too busy donna's this is gonna sound like slut shaming but i you know what i don't give a fuck um i'm on my zyrtex claritin 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 i'm on my claritin
1: does claritin put you to sleep
0: I think so. I, if it's clear, I don't know. It's some shit that she gave me. It's probably not. I don't know. I
1: don't think Clarendon puts you to
0: sleep. Honey. Well, she gave me some shit that's going to put my. Bitch, I'm floating, okay? <laughs> like living my life like it is gold on, floating. Um, Donna spends more time involved in mess and bullshit and fucking everybody and going out and getting drunk and all that other bullshit instead of. Doing her work,
1: she really reminds me of it's like she came from you know the Midwestern city and she wants to reinvent herself. Is this like badass Cincinnati? So the nasty
0: natty bitch
1: Cleveland.
0: I thought it was Cincinnati,
1: definitely from Cleveland. <laughs> You say, bitch, we are not claiming that. How dare you? No, she's from Cleveland. But uh, it's like she wanted to go and reinvent herself and she thought this is what the city girls do. You know what I'm saying? Like the girls that was raised in these big cities and like the girls that you want to, this is what they do. And so she's like putting on this weird image of what she think should be done if you're a New York girl. Right, but it's so much time spent doing that that she can't get anything productive done
0: no like she's she ended busy. up on our tv so well this is the thing though i really do feel like after this is done donna's not gonna have anything
1: no because the thing is her whole point of this was to get on reality tv it ain't has shit to do with tattooing or nothing else and that's why so much of this show is irritating to me because it's like you're literally putting people in front of me who can clearly give a fuck less about doing a tattoo. And we all know that. Yeah, well,
0: especially when it, in the first two seasons, it was about the tattoo. Like, they would focus on one person in the mm-hmm. shop. They would be telling their story, and they would also be doing a tattoo or something. That their like work and- yeah.
1: Yeah, now it's just... Because want... why is Sky there? What did she do? Okay.
0: I'm not. Sky actually. It's, look, look here. Sky had a job. Sky has multiple jobs. Okay. Sky started off as a receptionist, and then she worked her way up to manager, and then she worked her way up to VP.
1: What does that even mean?
0: Nothing. I don't know. I have no VP idea. But what? she did it. But she did it.
1: <laughs> the VP
0: of what? Uh, I guess the Black Ink crew. <laughs> <laughs>
1: have a vp i'm completely. i don't know it's a corporation i don't know he
0: got a ceo a president and a vp apparently okay caesar caesar wasn't playing caesar wasn't playing
1: caesar think he's very very important
0: he really does and Duchess airs that all that shit out constantly so i watched you remember a couple of years ago Duchess did an interview once she left VH1 and was like, "Fuck this mm-hmm. NDA with the Breakfast yeah. Club." Yeah. So she was talking about um, how, like, all of the scenes that were supposed to be their house or places that they were staying at were all Airbnb's, of course. Mm-hmm. And she was like, after that first time they came to the house and they had us on camera sleeping on the air mattress and spun it the way that they did, when it, she was like, "Yo, like his brother and his brother's girlfriend were in in town." So we slept on the air mattress, but that's not what, that's not how it was portrayed.
1: It made it look like they started out broke together and they built this, like.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: She was talking about how, like, um, after that, she was like, nope, we're always doing Airbnbs. So they always sit in the Airbnbs. And then she was talking about how um, the production company, Big Fish, was pressuring her to either get with C's, uh, get married to C's yeah break up with C's they progress the story and she was like I don't know if I want to marry this man meanwhile the whole time like he was supposedly cheating and then that brings us to um this was like this was wild to me um Duchess her little fine-ass brother and her sister were walking into the 125th shop they were in town visiting uh, they run into Cs. They're standing in the back. They're talking. the The siblings are all going to get semicolons tattooed somewhere on on their hands. It's you know a little
2: mm-hmm.
0: a little love thing, a little sibling tattoo, right? Yeah. So this woman with probably the worst synthetic wig I've seen in a long time. It looked like a it looked like a church wig that she done up to be more casual. Mm-hmm. Uh, comes in and she sits and she starts talking to Kit. Kitty yes. and she asked Kitty, you know, she said, she, uh, no, I'm sorry, excuse me. Kitty asked her, it was like, can she help her? And the woman says, yeah, I want to get a tattoo by Duchess. And Kitty says, well, Duchess is booked for the day. So unfortunately, you can't do it today. She said, oh, I'll wait. She sits down. Kitty finally gets up and goes, all right, dutch can you talk to this woman? She won't leave. And she keeps at one to talk to you about the tattoo. So Duchess goes over. Meanwhile, her family's there, Caesar's there. She starts talking to this woman and this woman looks at her and goes, you want to talk outside? She said, excuse me? The woman says, we need to go outside because I'm sure you don't want everybody to hear what I got to talk to you about. And Duchess starts to pipe up just a touch. Mm. Her sister in the background starts going, Duchess, you okay? And this bitch turned around and said, bitch, you fucking seized. (laughs) Her sister goes, (laughs) Uh, excuse me? I'm married. Like, what is, how dare you feel undignified? You are on black ink. What is this like feeling of like loss of dignity? Right.
1: Like, I'm confused by that. Because you're a you know where you at?
0: <laughs> well, Duchess ends up like actually going outside with this woman. It's stupid. At least to me, that was dumb, just off rip. Like, no way in hell. But everybody else follows suit. And this woman asked Duchess. Um, Did you force Cease to have my sister abort her baby? And Duchess is standing there with a look on her face of, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, no. Cease finally comes down and he says, what the fuck's going on? Duchess looks at him and goes, well, she's saying that, and they bleep the name out. So apparently there was this one woman who-
1: I kind of remember this.
0: She she, um, filed a cease and desist. So she to have her name removed from the episode.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so Duchess says the name. He says, "Did you get so and so pregnant and ask her to have an abortion?" So he's turned into fucking. You remember the owl from the Tootsie Roll commercial? Mm-hmm. Who? Who you? Who mm-hmm. me? Who?
2: Who? <laughs>
0: <Like, laughs> yeah. Yeah. This nigga turned into hootie the fucking fucking owl hooting all over the goddamn place. Meanwhile, this bitch is going off and filling Duchess in all of the details.
2: Mm-hmm. It,
0: so she actually she talks a lot about in that interview too with the Breakfast Club about feeling set up for a lot of um, shots and a lot of storylines. Yeah, and this moment in particular, you can damn sure see that this was a fucking setup. Yeah. This was a setup.
1: Because she talked about how after the first season she wanted to quit because she knew that they were trying to they would they was like forcing her to be the villain. Mm -hmm. Because it's like they were showing different things that happened but not showing what happened before or after. So she just looks unstable and
0: showing a lot. She does though. She comes across in this show, Duchess she comes does across come as very. Fucking unstable. Cut.
1: It's like she comes across very manipulative and very, very unstable. And yes, I was and I really was like that feels unfair. and that's another reason why I couldn't get into the show because I didn't like that. I'm like, if there that is too, a right? level of mental health issue here. Y'all are really making it, like this is like Tyler Perry level of dealing with this. But I was yeah. like, I don't even think that that's what this is. I think it was just easy to make her the villain because she was already a super opinionated woman. You know, what that's saying?
0: what it is. That's what it is. Yeah, just, it was, she was just willing to like. To I didn't she's willing, like willing express to express herself.
1: Yeah, she talked to a little too much, and she, you know. Her standards were a little bit too exacting, so it's easy to make because she's not a hot mess. Like no,
0: she's not very in well put the same
1: together. Way. She's very well put together. You can really tell that she even even on this show tried very 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 hard to stay in character, and they continuously put her in situations in which she would have to then be out of character.
0: Yeah, and honestly, she tried
1: very hard to handle herself. But you can also tell these situations continuously were created.
0: With this, like, grab bag of nutcases that is Blackie grew, mm-hmm. it wasn't difficult for that to happen at Not all. Not at And one of the things, like, in re-watching this, um, the, like, and you, you can tell this was definitely in something of the time. Um, when they go to Miami for okay. Scott to get her body done, yeah, and Duchess is Duchess is is sexually assaulted by Donna. Yes, like Donna whole ass takes advantage of of this drunk woman. Yeah, like you see Donna filling this woman up. She is drunk. She's drunk as fuck. You see, she's, she's out of
1: like about to pass out drunk. Like
0: right, yeah, she's out of character, and then.
1: And she only got that drunk around y'all because she felt like she could.
0: Because she felt comfortable, and
1: she states she, that. Right. So for then, for you to then turn around and pull a players club on her, like, bitch, did she not? Did she not turn into Ronnie?
0: She did. With she them did. awful. Oh my god. Okay. Well, here, let's start here. What was up with that makeup? I don't know. <laughs> this bitch got these old didgeridoo looking ass eyebrows. This blonde root with pink yarn wrapped locks, and it's all fuzzy looking. She looked like a
1: Pokemon. I, <clears> I'm <throat> awfully confused by her looks, though. Like, I just, I don't, I don't know.
0: Donna always will look like trash. There's no way. There's no getting around it. She will always look. style
1: herself.
2: She
0: will, according to Mo. After he called her Porter Potty Pussy, um, he also said she was a uh, dirty, classless bitch.
1: A dirty what?
0: Classless bitch. Oh, with community pussy. I
1: mean, it is community.
0: You know, I mean, ain't nothing wrong with giving back.
1: It ain't. I'm very much like you. Fuck who you want. You take all the dick you want, girl.
0: Yeah, but be smart about it. Don't be fucking everybody at work.
1: Right. Like, be smart about where you, Just think... It's like, think about how it's the it's dick work, whatever's gonna affect you. <laughs> right.
0: Also, let's be perfectly honest, the men that you work with are your superiors, and this is sexual harassment. Yeah. This whole show is nothing more than an I'm exercise in sexual...
1: Yes! <laughs> the whole time I watch it, it was like, how have y'all not been sued for sexual harassment because a lot of people don't know they think that's just how it goes in these shops like no no get the but then you hear that all the time like oh that's just how it goes that's just the environment that's just what we do you just don't understand the industry you hear a lot about tattoo industry about the music industry about you know you hear that shit a lot
0: That is disgusting. Like the number of women that Teddy fucked that he had some level of superiority with and then treated like trash. Disgusting. Gross. Gross.
2: I'm also
1: I was very confused why Alex didn't last longer.
0: I wasn't.
1: I I mean I wasn't in the sense that she said she, she went on there for the time that she went on there to get what she needed to get done. She wanted to up her profile. She wanted to, that's what she was trying to do. She was like, I was not supposed to be there a long time. I didn't even want to go past the first season. Like <laughs> she
0: didn't though. She only made it like maybe half the second season. Yeah, that. She,
1: she said she didn't want to go past the first. That was even longer than she wanted. She she had one mission, and that was to up her profile. But she's another one that I don't really like how they painted her story. Yeah. Because they really made it like she was fucking everybody, but her, and oh shit, was never fucking even though he said that. And but he did lie about that. He lied about that, but they like ran with that for so long before they finally aired where he said that that never happened. Mm-hmm. And then in the confession, he still said, well, it did happen, but that's what you want me to say. It's like, you know that didn't happen. Like I, I remember that. that. It genuinely happened. But then it's like, you got that And then it's the way they tried to make it like she was trying to fuck C's, which I didn't get that in that scene. I got a drunk girl that was overly affectionate. That's what I got. I didn't get that she... But it's like they made it like she was fucking everybody in the shot when really she was only fucking Teddy.
0: Yeah, I did. In that scene, though, I did get... I did get like, this is a little inappropriate of a conversation.
1: Yeah, I got...
0: Especially for us to be boss well i mean in real world boss employee in a private room i'm like that's what i'm saying
1: it's like i put that on him because she just came off as an overly affectionate drunk girl well that just came
0: off as the the fire from the seventh the seventh son
1: yes but it's like he would be in the boss in that situation and the sober one yeah, he should have. Once she started getting overly affectionate, it's time to remove yourself. Like you can think further than the end of your dick. I promise.
0: That's it.
2: <laughs>
0: <clears throat> and actually, speaking about situations involving Duchess, because you know she get lost her mind at that one, mm-hmm. um, and ones. See, this is the thing. Here's the thing.
1: On person though.
0: So you remember when Dutch? Okay, let's go season five. Dutch and Duchess and Caesar are no longer together. She has moved back to North Carolina, but decided to come to visit to New York to take care of a few things. Caesar, being single, young, uh, uh mo- tattoo mogul that he is, is out mingling and decides to once again, um, come home to roost in house with another one of the women that work for him,
2: mm-hmm.
0: beautiful woman by the name of Kit, who mm-hmm. comes off, who definitely plays it up for the camera, and when she's not playing it up for the camera is actually very likable. Yeah. Um, Kit decides in one of her playing it up for the camera moments that she would have a discussion with Duchess. Remember, this is the same Kit that brought that woman that told Duchess to go out and talk to that woman that mm-hmm. told her about the abortion.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, they show up to the Airbnb Duchess has and Dutchess says, well, what the hell do you want? And Kit says, well, I just want to check on you. She's like, why would you be checking on me? It's like, you're the new bitch fucking my ex-fiance. <laughs> the conversation escalates to the point where Duchess stands up and says, okay, honey, let me escort you out. Kit continues sitting, says, I'm not going anywhere. All of a sudden, Kitty stands up. Duchess uh, actually pretty slowly reads into her um, gray Lulu yoga pants and pulls <laughs> out. A can of mace and maces that bitch. <laughs> Never in my life. She pulls that shit out and maces her. Kitty, having actually cat like reflexes, turns her hair so the mace the, turns her head so the mace just gets in her hair. <laughs> but the funniest thing though was when Duchess ran and hid in the room and was recording the conversation and Kitty was outside trying to throw a bottle of Jameson at her. And the security guard, this big hulking ass nigga, literally just grabbed the bottle and somehow was able to physically hold her entire body in place simply by grabbing the bottle. This bitch is throwing herself left and right. She's trying to go over, she's trying to do alley-oops and backflips and shit to get. And this man, Mm -hmm. just, this man pretty much is just like, all right, well. (laughs)
1: <laughs> here we oh, are again man. this is what we're doing
0: okay all right no no not the bottle <laughs> <laughs> like, it was just like another day it, the that was the funniest shit and he just looked so calm and just so bored like okay here you go No. the bodyguards always
1: <laughs> be bored on that show they never have the any level concern it's just always like oh god again
0: like the entire time um but i thought that that was cute but speaking of and we can only speak about him so much because this little nigga actually looked like he killed people for real for real um speaking of bodyguards being involved in a way uh we can dive right into the world of sky and her two sons this is
1: a sad story yes this is very sad um, I wasn't like watching the show. Well, I never was really actively watching the show. But by that point, I wasn't even catching episodes. But I did see enough of this story just through like the online blogs and stuff.
0: So it's weird to say this. When I say enjoy, I don't mean like I got hilarity out of it. But it was, it showed an entirely different um, side and experience to Sky yeah um and i think that's
1: just this super loud girl who's always fighting it's like she's well always
0: fighting, fighting or be trying to be stupid about dumb shit you know yeah, throwing a dumb like she, party. she
1: became an actual person not and just a caricature that's it which they tried to humanize her when she went to jail but
0: see i thought that that was more so to push the her and teddy Love oh, storyline. Because remember, he sold the It
1: very much was to push that love story, but it also was supposed to be a way to humanize her, but it really didn't because it felt like a vehicle to push that love story.
0: Yeah. And then instantly after that, she was talking about getting a new body and then yeah. she got a new puss. Yeah. Like this was all about, at this point, her time on Black like, Ink was still doing and screaming and saying um, ridiculous shit as always. But it was also focused on her working for the brand, opening up her stores, and trying to build um, a relationship with her sons.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so when she first meets the oldest, he, when I tell you, when I was, when I was watching, I was like, oh, my God, he looked like a little killer. Yeah. Uh, from jump, it just goes left. And there was, I mean, you know, he, I,
1: he was, he's very angry.
0: He is very angry. Yeah. Like he fought, he tried to fight hard. The security's pulling her out. So, so he tried to fight her. He jumps up. She jumps up. Security instantly runs in. I've never seen security run that fast on the show.
1: No, me neither.
0: They got in like black lightning fast, grab sky, And sky screaming, don't hurt him, don't hurt him, don't touch him, he's my son, he's my son. Which was heartbreaking in this way of this woman who, like, like, you just met this, you just met this child, and you instantly have these, like, Mm -hmm. eternal protections that kick in in this moment of, you know, this moment of chaos. Mm -hmm. And this thing is, like, fighting the entire cast, crew, bodyguards, the chefs, the waitress. This mm. nigga fought the janitors,
1: literally everybody,
0: city council. He walked over a couple of blocks and hit Tom's Diner, fought their asses too. If your ass was in a 12 mile square radius, he fought your ass. He fought everybody.
2: Yeah.
0: Everybody. Um, so Sky gets a second chance at trying to rebuild a relationship, at least with her son via the way of her youngest son, uh, Des. And
2: mm-hmm.
0: it looks it looked kind of hopeful for her and death. This oldest brother comes back around. And when the oldest brother comes back around, I really felt like, okay, this nigga's like, all right, well, I'm just going to scam her and be done.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And maybe that was just a me thing. Um, but apparently Sky and the younger one fell out too. And she says that... Um, Oh, I let you into my home. You stole from me. Everything was fine when it was Rolls Royces and all of this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was. It's it really is like the saddest.
2: Yeah.
0: Of the storylines, like it the is. saddest.
1: It it really is.
0: And they milked that shit for three fucking seasons.
1: Yeah, and that's the part because it's just like. I completely understand if she wants to put this on the show and wants, you know, like, this is part of my real life. But at some point, somebody needs to step in and say, this isn't healthy. And somebody, so yeah.
0: You know what? She talked about recently, I think it might have actually been last week, Mm -hmm. about having to play the storyline out on television and not knowing what therapy was or not being offered any kind of therapy. Yeah, like her like, saying that she was not in a good place, like reasonably so. Like it's interesting to see these humanizing things of like, yeah, girl. But
1: they're not actually taking care of the human behind these no. humanizing moments. Like, no. See, the thing is, I think everybody, like across the board, TV stars, actors musicians like everybody needs to be offered therapy at the start of their career because it is unnatural being famous is unnatural yeah that many people are not supposed to know who you are
0: no or have the capability to comment
1: yeah and be like invested in you and your life like that shit's not natural no so it's like why are they not offer some level of therapy to take care of it because y'all can sell the hot mess. You know what I'm saying? That's
0: the thing.
1: But if it was genuinely like, we care about these people, y'all would offer them some level of therapy or something. Some kind of exit. Deal with this new or exit counseling. Yeah, like something.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Especially if you get famous off of a reality TV show.
0: Where the antics are getting fucked down in a toilet.
1: Yeah, and it's like the villains are, usually are the famous ones, right? Yeah. It's always the ones that are going to do the most outrageous shit. So, it's like, if your whole brand is doing wild ass shit, like, you know, like, getting fucked with your head in a public toilet, like, you gotta be, you gotta have some level of therapy to cope with what comes with, (laughs) with the shit that people say and do, you know what I'm saying? Like,
0: yeah, you got to be able to handle when people, random people on the street, look you in your face and call you a dirty bitch and a porta potter pussy. Right,
1: like you got to 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 handle what comes with that. Because in that interview, Duchess was talking about how she wanted to kill herself behind the stuff they were saying about her on the internet. Mm-hmm. And this and that, and it's just like this is how, like these people are just commodities to y'all. Y'all use them up, toss them out, bring in and next because it's always gonna be an everlasting staff of people willing to be do whatever it takes to get
0: on tv um speaking of people who spend their time on the internet talking about folks just as a quick side note did you see Chrissy Teigen invited us back into her life again and told us she was 50 days sober like we needed to know
2: no
0: yeah I'm it? Was a, it. <laughs> I, I just saw it written up I was like wait okay well thanks thank you I appreciate that.
1: Goodbye now. Mother, did she have a drinking problem? I <laughs> if she did, I had no what? idea. What? Like, what do we do? I don't What? I don't. Okay, girl. It's like, what is the secret drinking problem? Happen? Right? Like, what are we sober from? Did, were you doing mess? What are we sober from? I'm very That's what I said. Oh, okay. Thank
0: you. Bye now. <laughs>
1: days sober from the internet? Why you talking to me? That's the case. Like, I don't understand. Now,
0: what? <laughs> I'm confused. If she was 50 days sober from Twitter, that'd be more impactful. Oops.
1: I mean, is she even still on
0: Twitter? Yeah, she is, because that's what she posted. That she was 50 days sober. <laughs> oh,
1: literally no way I would have
2: seen that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. Okay, we're not laughing at Chrissy Teigen having a drinking problem. I'm You're just laughing at no, how random this I'm is. I'm
1: confused that, that she had a drinking problem. I did yeah, not I just want this to let people know we're not her. laughing
0: at substance abuse.
1: Yeah, no. I just, I did not realize this was an issue for her. Maybe that's not what she's sober from. I don't know. I, I have, I'm not invested enough in her to know, to possibly know what she's talking about.
0: I was so confused too. Once again, I was like, oh, hello. Oh, okay. Bye now. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: It's like, well, you just invited us back in again. I wish you wouldn't do that. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> nonetheless, all these niggas got drinking problems. Yeah. <laughs> Rounding it back. Um, so I want to end today's show on a very happy note. And um, I want to shout out a couple of heroes from Black Ink Crew. Uh, some of the people that were Really, really grounded and were stable, stayed out of most of the mess. Um, people that were people, right? Uh, so, first on the docket, I want to give it up for Kwani, Puma's wife.
2: Yeah.
0: Kwani was everything. Kwani yeah. was everything with that heavy ass New York accent. and would be, <laughs> it was just like, Puma, why are we doing this?
2: <laughs> it was very
1: clear that she was genuinely trying to just have a life. like That's it. It wasn't about no... Celebrity. No, like, TV shit, no extra shit. It was just having a life. I
0: feel like Kwani was... Kwani gives... Okay, but I still got to go back to the hospital for my nursing job vibes, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, Kwani gives the very... She... She always presented herself as just she, she understood that everything can be taken away at an instant.
1: Yeah, it's she very, very, very much had that like that like poor people's survival.
2: Yeah, thing,
1: you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, oh, all this shit could be gone, and we still got to figure out how to fuck.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kwani definitely made Puma. Kwani Kwani made Puma perfectly, Frank. Right? Uh, speaking of Puma, the other the other half of the uh, I almost say ambiguously gay duo of the Wonder Twins, <laughs> Sassy.
1: Yeah, what happened to her?
0: Exactly, like Sassy was Sassy really was the she was that girl on the show. No no shade. She was that know. girl on the show. Let
1: me see
2: what happened to her. I think she. I know she was modeling. What happened to Sassy on? So what? she went to work for him at Art to Inc.
0: So if that's still open, she could possibly still be there.
1: Um that is still
2: open, but oh it is, yeah.
0: Okay, so art to ink is real.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So she kept working with Puma.
2: Um It don't say why. She, yeah, she's, like,
1: as of 2019, this shop was still open. As of the end of 2019, this shop was still open. They were still working there. All right, Sassy. She's been, you know, modeling and stuff.
0: Sassy was gorgeous. Sassy was funny. Mm -hmm. Sassy was sensible. Sassy was hardworking. Sassy was kind. She was the, she really was the kind of like heart of that show. And looked up and after him and Puma got into it, she just dipped out. Never but, saw yeah, her again. I was like,
1: but it doesn't say why she left, but just kind of imagining her, her vibe. She probably was like, this isn't what I thought it was going to be.
0: No, like not at all. Not at all. She's like, okay, I'm gonna make this point and beat it. Yeah, and I think she lasted up until they fell out, and then at season that point, she bowed out. He was on there until
1: season four.
0: Yeah, that's when Puma and C's Puma and C's were done. Mm-hmm. They were done, but
1: they're friends but, again, right?
0: Yeah, they're back friends again. Um, however, right now they're not friends with Walt because apparently they believe he's that stealing. Yeah, he broke in and stole a bunch of shit, and he's like, "I didn't steal that time, but I did steal a couple grand before."
1: Yeah, because he's like trying to keep up with the Joneses and going into debt. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Walt is, once again, Walt is probably the most human out of everybody on the show.
1: But according to everybody else, C's don't pay nobody. That's why everybody else is struggling but him.
0: C's got that 50 cent mentality. Have you noticed that? That you gonna eat off me shit? Yeah. But right, even when he so when he fired Sky because Sky went and opened her clothing boutique in Miami. hmm
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So well, you did this behind my back. She's like, you just because you told me not to do it then didn't, didn't like, that very, I wasn't gonna do it.
1: He's very much you better bow and kiss the ring.
0: Mm-hmm. If and I eat, we eat. If I don't eat, you don't eat. Like, he yeah, got that. Like, mentality. Who
1: are you, though? Because people can do things outside of you. Right. And what is it that y'all do? Because we never see any tattoos.
0: No. Ted's so busy installing fucking stripper poles. What does this nigga do?
1: Yeah. What is his job?
0: Exactly, you were talking about
1: Sky, and I was like, "We seen Sky do shit. We ain't seen Teddy do a damn thing." But he also said, like, it was at some point that he was bringing home like a hundred dollars a week or some shit like that. And it's like,
0: damn,
1: it wasn't like a early. It was in like early seasons. Like he said, when he first started working with Ceeze to get the shop open, Ceeze was giving him like a hundred dollars a week.
0: Jesus.
1: That's why in the beginning he was still staying with his mama.
0: Oh, I didn't realize. Yeah. Okay.
2: Okay.
1: Now it's New York and New York is different and everybody stays with family. It don't matter what your financial situation is because New York's so goddamn expensive. Yeah. A lot of people here live with family not because they don't have jobs because they broke it's just because this bitch is so goddamn expensive
0: it's just better off to live with family sometimes
1: yeah like it's because i know people who with great jobs that they still live with their parents like because it's just easier because because it's one helping the other one out
0: also too aren't they um they're from the bahamas the people are from the bahamas yeah so they yeah Or
1: or something like that
0: yeah, well, you live with mama up until
1: you get married. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So or no, that if makes you're perfect. So sense. financially sta- like steady that you don't because the whole thing is like once you leave, don't come back.
0: Don't come back.
2: Yeah.
0: That room is going to turn into a gym. And by a gym, I mean it's going to have an exercise bike and a picture of Richard Simmons. Don't come in here. This is my space now.
2: And a set
1: of free weights, but yeah, they're... like a pastel color and five pounds. You're right. <laughs>
0: that's exactly it <laughs> mama talking about why are you in my gym <laughs> it's like, right right this does not a gym make ma'am but if that's the fantasy if that's your vanilla latte fantasy that you want to live by god please live it
1: it's gonna be them bally's weights the ones you get at target in a faux pack and it's for mm-hmm. pastel coats <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. um so one of my favorite heroes too so Hero um, in Hero in the Realm of Causing Chaos. I'll put it this way. Okay. Uh, it's a young lady by Jada. I want to wrap it up with a happy negative note. I don't
2: know who
0: that is. Jada was initially, so they found Jada at a party and hired her to be a receptionist. Okay.
1: Um,
0: Jada, of I'm course,
1: because, was more
0: and managers, bitch. They can't keep no staff. Uh, so jada begins fucking teddy
1: of course
0: and they're fucking of course behind sky's back as if sky has some claim to teddy i must say
1: because they've been broken
0: like but you know how sky is though so if for those of you who don't know sky apparently loses her shit anytime anybody like asks teddy a question if you happen to have a, a if you happen to have a vagina she will lose her shit yeah. Now my question is: Is what would happen if it was a trans man? But that's neither here nor there. I think Sky would be too confused, and her head would explode. I anyway, don't, I
1: don't think Sky would be confused because I think Sky knows very, very well about trans people. Like she, she gives LGBTQ vibes. I don't. She do, no, Oh, you know what though? I thought so too.
0: But I want to say Sky just gives. Like the pretty girl who's real rough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she's not a lesbian. She's just like
1: But the rough isn't what makes is a nigga. lesbian. It's just, I don't know. She just always kinda she always has given me lesbian rage. That's just because Sky is a nigga. Like
0: Possibly. Sky is a nigga. Possibly. I'm sure, like, if if the right, if Sky bought a strap on it would be a 10 inch strap on like sky is that kind of nigga.
1: yeah i yeah i couldn't see anything you talk there.
0: about big dick energy outside of the insanity that's like sky just acts like a nigga.
1: yeah okay i'll give you that she's okay. that's
0: this shot is a nutcase i love her though um she's fun so um in the process of this rumor obviously getting around sky finds out in the next morning Uh, She begins her interrogation of Teddy by ripping open her top and screaming at him, look into my eyes. Apparently her nipples, uh, no, I'm sorry, not her nipple, her whole titty is the lie detector device. And she's done this in front of the entire staff. (laughs) So she deduces that Jada and, and Teddy hooked up and she begins to go after Jada. Um, She calls Jada useless. She calls Jada a hoe amongst other things. Jada then also (laughs) gets into it with yet another woman who is after Teddy. This is post-Sky. It's a young woman by the name of Tati who once again also works in the shop. And behind that, Jada ends up being fired. At least you think she's fired. Because Jada doesn't accept her termination and repeatedly shows up to multiple events saying, well, you didn't have a valid reason to fire me. (laughs) So I'm here to work. One of said events, they were outside of a art gallery and Jada showed up and poured yellow Crayola washable paint on this man's car. And it was raining. And the whole time I was just like, this just defeated the purpose girl right what was the point
1: what we do that for
0: why didn't you at least get a can of spray paint why is this this like schoolhouse marm mm-hmm. ass <laughs> yellow paint
2: <sighs>
0: jada was a mess jada was the woman who refused to be fired her stick to is something to be inspired by um however the rest of her is just a mess so the rest of that you can toss away well, all right, y'all, I think this wraps up this week's episode of uh, Reality Rewind.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, it was nice to talk some shit about Black Ink Crew. If you all are like me and Siobhan and you can't commit to a full episode of it because it's just too <laughs> goddamn much, let alone a full season, definitely feel free to hit up, um, get on the U's and the Tubes and watch their season recaps. Best way to watch it, you get the whole season in, in under an hour ten. Get all your mess for free.
1: Yeah, it's too much.
0: Um, Yeah, I think that's it, y'all. So just make sure to uh, click the link in our bio and check out uh, all of the things that we do. Woo, I'm getting real lighty. Woo. Yeah,
2: Um,
1: same.
0: Same. uh, Yeah, click the links in the bio, in all of our bios for all of the things that we do. We'll be back uh, next week and hopefully the weather will clear up and I won't be this out of my mind.
2: Yeah right. <laughs> Bye ya